Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Well, hello, 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 friends. Welcome to the Inside Story Podcast. I am so happy you're here. This is an interview that I've been wanting to do for, I don't know, the last three months at least. Um, And I feel like it's a bit overdue, but we're finally, finally, finally getting around to having Miss Amanda Kay in the house, who was our rising star speaker this year at our storytelling symposium. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that as we get in, in case you don't know about the symposium and the rising star. Uh, But Amanda comes from our community, the Light Beamers community. She's been a fixture in that community for uh, several years. And this is the year that Amanda, otherwise known as Madge Gillen, some people in our community know her as Madge Gillen. And we're going to talk about this name change too, uh, to Amanda Kay, because there's got a big story behind it. But this has been the year, Madge and Amanda. I still call you Madge, and I'm still practicing calling you Amanda Kay, because I really uh, honor where you're going with this. But this has been a big year for you. This has been a big year of you like really stepping out and, you know, I think getting outside your comfort zone to share your story more. And so I'm really excited to have you share more of that story with us today on the Inside Story podcast. So welcome. Thank you so much. I am, I am so excited to be here and I'm just so honored. And I just have to say, April, thank you so much because yeah, I just am so excited. Sharing my story has, has changed my life. So I, I want to thank you for that. And being part of Light Beamers has just been huge and part of the hub. Like I've grown so much. And so I just want to thank you for your amazing community and what you do. Well, it's because of women like you that it makes it all worthwhile and it's no good to build a platform if I'm the only one going to stand on it. So I like to build platforms where I get to share, share it with other people and sharing it with other people like you is really what it's all about because, um, you know, I have seen that in you. I've seen this evolution of, of truly Madge Gillen into Amanda Kay. Like it's been very, uh, you know, it's been very visual to watch you. I think when I first met you, um, you came into a very small little course that I, that I offer out there called find your story. And you came in there and you were literally doing just that you were, you were on the path to try to find your story and start to be able to communicate that 
to more people. And then you, you hopped over into the light beamers community. You started getting really involved. Then yes, you joined us inside our visibility accelerator, the hub, our VIP community, and then, you know, made your way all the way up to this year's, um, rising star at our storytelling symposium. You submitted your application for that. And um, you were chosen to be one of the speakers this year to, to share your story all about taking out the trash, which we're going to talk about. And even now getting to work with you inside one of my super high level programs called the Speakeasy, you know, helping you do more of this, helping you get out there into more arenas to share your story because your story is such a powerful one. So I would love to just start with um, how, how do you describe this evolution from, you know, Madge Gillen to Amanda Kay and learning to share your story? What's that been like for you? Well, you know, I will say it's been a journey for sure. Um, and I can honestly say it was, it was kind of like I was, I was a lost wandering mama, right? Mm -hmm. That just really didn't know her path, what direction to take. I really, kind of lost myself being a mom, which I love being a mom, but sometimes that happens. And I have just, it, it is a very visual thing because I have seen the growth and moving from Madge to Amanda Kay, I feel like I now am truly stepping into um, my true authentic self. Yeah. Like, I feel like I truly am embracing who I am um, my story, the direction and where I'm headed and how I can help others, um, heal and, and, um, and just make a difference in the world. Yeah. So that that's what I would say is the biggest thing. Um, I love being Madge. Um, you know, Madge is, is, is part of who I am. And, um, that is a crafty community. I, I was a crafter. And Madge was, that is where Madge was born. Um, I have a bestie and her name was Mindy and we called her Midge. So we were Midge and Madge. And that's kind of how that was born. And I, I embraced Madge. I love Madge. I still, Madge is still a big part of me, but I think to truly embrace who I really, really am, I needed to step into um, Amanda Kay, which is, is so funny because I, um, never, I never really knew. I never, I want to say I never really knew who she was because mm -hmm. even when I was born, I never went by Amanda Kay. I always went by Mandy. And so when it all started to, you know, unfold and come to light, um, I really had to find out who she even was. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's quite an amazing experience how I knew that I needed to um, become Amanda Kay. It's, it's quite empowering. I didn't know if you want me to talk about that or not, but it well, definitely... yeah, let's, let's tell the Amanda Kay story. And then I want to go back and kind of give more of your evolution of, you know, how you have been stepping into sharing your story more. And by doing that, what did you discover about your story? Um, you know, you, you alluded to it, you, you kind of made your name and mark in your, in your career, if you will, in the crafting community, uh, you, you know, that was your, that your space, you were really no longer in that space and you have evolved and moved in, into new directions. So I'd love to give our audience more of that story as well, because it's so relatable. Like there are many women out there who like you, um, have played that mom role and have gotten tangled up in that mom role also. 
and giving yourself a way over to that mom role that you do lose who you are at the core and who you are at the core is Amanda Kay, but then you, you morphed and you became Mandy for so long. And then now, then it was Madge and, and then it just, you just kept morphing and morphing and morphing. And, and I don't want to tell your whole story, even though I know it pretty well, but like, you know, let's start with that background and then we'll, we'll get back to the Amanda K piece, but let's start with that, that crafter world. And how did you move out of that? And what, how did learning to tell your story facilitate these changes in your life? Okay. So how did I step out of the crafting world? You know, it was one of those things that, um, it happened and I didn't even, it wasn't even an intention for it to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, a big piece of my story is my husband, he um, got extremely ill. He had a weight loss surgery and he became ill. He was like in that one to three percentile, right? Mm -hmm. Of losing the weight, but um, of all the complications that could possibly go wrong. And we were in such desperate need of finding help that we ended up um, finding or was recommended a foot zone practitioner. And we didn't even know what that even was. And so as he started going to this foot zone practitioner, um, he started feeling better. And when I, I watched him start to feel better and I thought, you know, I need to be able to know how to do this to help him. Mm -hmm. Okay. And mind you, I'm still doing the crafty talk show that we did every Monday with my bestie. And, um, I started talking to this foot zoner and I just dove deep and just decided I'm going to learn how to do this so I can help him mm -hmm. because he's my everything, right? He is my everything. And I, um, I, I needed to help him. And so I started foot zone becoming, um, I went to foot zone practitioner school and it was just about four or five months into the program when I realized this was my calling. I was extremely torn. I'm not going to lie because, um, I, I tried to do both for a very long time mm -hmm. and it was came to the point where I was at a crossroads and which way, which, which direction do I take this in? Because I really knew that I could help my husband, but I could help other people mm -hmm. heal. And it, it just fulfilled me in a different light than crafting did. And so when I came to that crossroads, it was either follow my passion and follow my heart or follow this other passion with my bestie. Um, but I, was I really that getting that fulfillment? Was I really, truly making a difference? I was, I wasn't sure. Um, I know I had made a huge community, a big group of friends, and I loved every piece of that, but it was a really hard thing to make that decision. And then when I had to tell my bestie, my decision, that was, that was heart wrenching. Um, because I did not want her to feel as if I was giving up on our hopes and mm -hmm. our dreams in that, on that path. But there was this pull that just kept pulling me that I was needed for something else. Um, something that would fill my soul even greater than, than crafting. And, you know, I'll never forget her words. She said to me, she said, oh, well, I've been waiting for you to tell me. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing the changes. I've just been waiting for you to come talk to me, you know, about it. And she was so understanding. So powerful. She, it, she, you know, and, 
and it's almost and, like she saw you before you saw everything yourself. She did. You know what? She absolutely did. I believe that, um, the two people, my husband and her, they really saw that big change. And I, I just didn't want to let anyone down yeah. on either path in either direction. I am that yes person. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so like, many women are right. And I just, I didn't want to let anybody down. But once she said those words to me, it just empowered me even more to embrace more of stepping into um, the healing, that healing journey and that healing modality. And so that's when that direction completely changed. And we told our crafting community what was, you know, what was happening. And um, I still have a huge following from the crafting community. And which is interesting is a lot of those those people are still my friends and still continue to follow me on this healing journey mm-hmm. and reach out and are in my community. And I love that. I love, I, I love that part of things. So that's kind of how I took that hard right-hand turn mm-hmm. into this journey. And that's where my story started to change. Mm-hmm. And again, that's when, you know, I was starting to do my story arc. I was starting to do all of those things, but you know, just in a couple of months, it changed very, very quickly, yeah, very quickly. And I was rewriting and then rewriting, but telling my story built my pixie feet world, my pixie feet network. And that is, that is my foot zoning, right? That is what my, um, my foot zoning, um, business is called, is called pixie feet and I will say, um, telling my story has um, brought me my clientele, mm-hmm. um, has brought my community, um, and really has helped me step into the power of becoming a foot zone instructor and wanting to share with the world the importance of foot zone therapy, right? And so I, without the story, without, without, um, the knowledge that I received in, in your courses and in your community and things, I think I would still be struggling, not really knowing how to get my clientele, not really knowing how to go about things going live. Right. And, and doing those things, um, going live and telling my story, I think was probably one of the most powerful things that I could do. Um, and then it kind of catapulted me into wanting to speak. Because like I said, I wanted to share with the world, right, about foot zone practitioners and and how foot zoning changed my life, how energy work has changed my life. But I needed to do it on a bigger scale than just Facebook Live. I needed to get on stage. I needed to share my story. And then that's just kind of what catapulted me, to tell you the truth. And so what, you know... Now that you are doing that, because I feel like we talk about speaking for a minute and, you know, the fact that you did become our rising star and it was, you know, you were already starting to speak and do some things, like you said, online and Facebook live and in workshops and even leading workshops in your community and talking a lot, starting to teach what you were doing with foot zone therapy and all of those things, but stepping on the stage at the storytelling symposium, uh, was one of the, you know, the bigger opportunities that you were beginning to get. And what, what did that do for you? Like as our rising star recipient and taking that stage and, and by the way, like taking that stage and freaking owning it, like you did the work inside, um, 
you know, our story arc and our teachings and everything that you used, all the tools that we have inside the Visibility Accelerator, and you put them to work for you, and you actually were uber prepared for that talk, and you delivered a really, really powerful talk at the Storytelling Symposium to the tune of getting a standing ovation when you were done. What was that experience like from your perspective? Honestly, it was, it was, I know it kind of sounds cheesy, but it really was like a dream come true. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was so nervous and I was so scared and I, I normally like break out in hives and like my throat closes off. Right. And, um, when I speak in front of people, um, I can teach, right. I can teach, but to actually get up and actually speak is different. That is a completely different thing. And, you know, getting up there and being able to just talk to the audience like they were my friends, share my story, um, because I knew that it would relate to each and every person in the audience, right? And to kind of, as I was walking around and seeing the tears, and as I was seeing people nod their heads writing notes, it empowered me even more and made me even more excited to just keep doing that, right? To just keep telling my story and dig a little bit deeper. Um, It was emotional. It was very, sorry, it was very emotional and it was very um, empowering to me to know that I could do something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I never believed in myself enough um, to take that chance. But I knew, I knew when I sent in my application, the words that came to mind were, you will never know if you don't try. And so I, when I sent the application in, I was like, okay, I did it. I did it right. Like, okay, take that deep breath. But never in a million years did I think that (laughs) I was going to be me that was chosen. And then to actually be announced and be given the microphone was just a whole new experience. And then at the end for people to stand, it melted my heart. Like it's something that I will never, ever forget. And when I talk about it, like it makes me very emotional. It makes me want to have a tear because, um, I know that I said foot zone, um, training and, and all of that has changed my life, but, but being on that stage has changed my life because the opportunities from that moment that I have received since then, mm-hmm. um, are, I mean, and they just keep unfolding. Oh, I mean, they, they keep just, coming. They just keep coming. And, and I'll get an inbox notification and it's, Hey, we would love to have you, you know, come and speak to our youth. You know, our, your, our youth group would really love to hear, you know, we think them and their, their parents, we think that that would be a great thing for them to, to hear, or, you know, we want you on our podcast or, um, you know, I'm speaking at a different schools and different things like that. And, um, the empowerment and knowing that, um, my message is heard and my message, um, is helping right? I'm all about helping others and helping and helping people just believe in themselves just a little bit more, right? And, and not holding on to that negativity, taking out that trash, right? Mm -hmm. Taking out the trash and really, and I'm just going to say April, 
living their life on Sesame Street. Because uh, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's what it's all about. It is what it's all about. And I just feel like um, that can be my contribution to the world. And so speaking has opened up a whole new, like a world, like a whole, it's almost like I took those rose colored glasses off and it's like, holy cow, you know, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be something that, you know, you, you feel like you have to stay away from because you're not as good as so-and-so it's not a comparing game. Mm -hmm. It's all about who you are and, um, your story and knowing that your story matters. Mm, yeah. And just getting that response, I think is so key, like, you know, stepping on the stage and having those head nods and people writing, you know, things down as they heard you share and then getting the standing ovation and then all the following conversations and invitations and collaborations that have unfolded since just becomes giant validation that you are on the right path. And, you know, it's something that I've seen in you for a long time. And it's it, from my perspective, it's really gorgeous to, to watch a woman like you truly rise and step into your full, you know, potential and, and claim it and own it and no longer be scared of it. That's where I see a lot of women hang out is they're fearful of what they know deep down they're truly capable of. And listen, I recognize that because that's been one of my big fears. Like my fear isn't, really a failure. My fear is of success sometimes. Cause I know that if I really set my mind to it, I'm going to create the thing that I desire. And then, then my mind goes to like, Oh yeah, but then what? Right. And so I see this in other, other women all the time. Cause like I said, I can recognize it, but yet when you watch another woman step into her power this way, and truly move from being Madge Gillen to Amanda Kay, which we're going to get back to that. We're not going to leave that loop open. I promise. Um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And just, I want to back up for one second, just for anyone listening that they're like, what the heck is rising star? What the heck is a storytelling symposium? The storytelling symposium is a, is an event that I host every year. I've done it for four years. Um, and is that right? Four years. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> we, um, we started this where, you know, we have this large community, the light beamers community we're here. Light beamers is here to help women tell their story. End of story. That's what we do. And I wanted to create this platform. Like I said earlier, I don't want to be the only one standing on it. I have built light beamers always with a vision that I'm going to bring women up onto the stage with me, whether that's putting them in our collaborative books, putting them on stage at our, uh, at our symposium, putting you in the microphone here on the podcast, helping you reach other areas of visibility and other people's platforms, not mine. That's my goal. And so we decided several years ago to open up applications. And I always choose the speakers for the symposium because I want to you know, find people that I think have really, really good stories to share and who I think are powerful speakers and have them come and share their words of wisdom with our audience and be an illustration of what is it like to share your story. And I also want to groom somebody from our community and have them have that moment 
for themselves as well. Maybe it is the first time they're taking the stage um, in that nature or um, grabbing the microphone and speaking to an, a bigger audience for the first time, but finally seeing the woman who's ready. So we take those applications and that application is put out by committee. I am not the only one that selects that. And uh, Madge was the, the, the person selected this year. And so that is the rising star because it is about saying to someone else, you may not see yourself as a speaker yet. You may not have ever done this before, but you can share the stage with these other women. You deserve it. It doesn't matter that they maybe have spoken at a few more events than you. It doesn't matter if and maybe, maybe you're better than them. It doesn't even matter in terms of like, we're not there to compare or judge. Like you said, it's not about, um, it's not about uh, paying attention to that. It's not about comparing yourself to someone else. It's about understanding that in community and, uh, you know, we hold the stage together and collectively that those messages will resonate to the audience. And clearly it did for you. And clearly that message around taking out the trash and living your life on Sesame Street, which was a huge theme of your talk, resonated because exactly that, that's what I know can happen for speakers and for women who, when they do finally say, I'm going to share my story and make that decision, the doors of opportunity open because you have stepped through that and you have experienced experienced that tenfold ever since the symposium, which was just a few months ago, like so much has happened in just a short amount of time for you. What, what are the things now, like we're doing this episode, recording this at the end of 2022, at the end of a year, embarking on a brand new year. What has the last three or four months done for you? And now what is your vision? Now, what are you dreaming about for 2023? Like, I want to hear the big, scary goals that you're setting for yourself next. Okay. Wowzers. Hmm. Uh, you know, the big, the big goals that I have um, is to continue um, to get out there and to continue to speak. And, you know, I, I, I am doing, so I have a show, I have a, a talk show. Um, it's called the body compass. And that's something that I do weekly, which is, is an amazing, amazing thing being able to be on, on that platform there and, and speaking about all things about the body, but I actually, I see myself, um, taking it to the next level as far as globally right? Like mm -hmm. to me, I feel like I'm looking outside of just Utah. I am looking at, like, I just, I have, um, just solidified becoming a speaker on the end of January. And that is with the big, huge win-win women network. And I am so excited to do that. That is a virtual one this, this time, but the next time I know that I'm going to be on stage. They do things in New Zealand. They have all mm -hmm. of those things. So I see myself there, um, which is, that is a huge step, but I see myself there and I am manifesting that. And I know that it can happen for me. Absolutely. It can for me. And so I see that happening. I also, um, there are big changes just in my, in my foot zone practice that mm -hmm. is going to be happening and starting in February. I can't really announce those yet, but you'll start to see those things unfolding. 
And, um, it's taking me as a foot zone instructor even more. Like, I don't even know how to even say that. Like it's going to be, um, available more my, my zoning course is going to be online and it's just taking it even further than just like meeting in person. Right. Yeah. So there's that for me growing and, and scaling your business. I mean, exactly. really that's what you're able to do is reach more people by taking your knowledge now and being able to package it in a way that where you can help more people, you don't have to, they don't have to be there in your town or in your vicinity to be able to, to learn from you. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. And more courses. Yeah. That's what's interesting is I will say April, like, it's not just about the speaking that things start coming to you as you open yourself up. Yeah. It is the course ideas and, and how, they come to be right. Like how, how I can write them and how I can, I can help my students in becoming, you know, amazing foot zone practitioners or amazing at Reiki or whatever that course may be just by the skills that I have learned in the speakeasy just by the skills. So it just isn't, you know, just about speaking on the stage. It really has helped me really in my overall, my overall business and to tell you the truth in, in my personal life as well. Yeah. Right? The confidence because, that comes, the clarity that comes, yes. the, the, just the, the direction that you understand that you are, uh, well, the impact that you understand that you're making. And then the, the direction that then unfolds because then, you know, the path becomes clearer and clearer and clearer as you go. That's, I mean, I totally get it. Cause that's, you know, been my experience as well, which is even why I wanted to like put a more emphasis on speaking in, in my own world, as well as in light beamers, because I think I saw this early on when we started building the, the symposium, the storytelling symposium and offering the rising star and offering the platform, you know, to be able to, you know, share the stage with other speakers and develop those speakers. But then the speakeasy that's been born out of that, which is, you know, this course and program that I'm, I'm, I'm leading and guiding women like you through and helping you understand how to use speaking to build your business and to create that bigger impact, to, to take on those global visions and global goals. And what all comes from that is just the clarity that you get from the more you speak your story and the more you share your message, the more you start to believe it yourself, right? And you start right. to get that confirmation from other people, the head nods, the conversations afterwards, the, oh, thank you so much for sharing. I needed to hear that comments validates everything inside of you, which just boosts your confidence in a way that you can't get if you're staying quiet. You can't get that if you're just going to hide. You have to put yourself out there in order to share your story, in order to get the, the feedback that you need to be able to hone that story better and better and practice it and do more speaking engagements and get better as you go. And that's how you actually conquer the fear of speaking, right? It's not right. by watching some video or learning some hack, it's by doing. And so you just, it's like submitting that video for the rising star well, I'm never going to do it unless I try. Right. Right. And you did. And that's, what's unfolded. It's just taking that step forward. And so I love that you're already seeing that clarity of vision coming, not only through speaking, but in other aspects of your business too. It's really beautiful. Right. And you know, I, I did fail to mention one other thing and I, I keep getting that little chatter of you got, you have to mention it. 
Um, you know, I really would love to, and we've kind of talked about this. I really would love to, um, the next thing for me also, not only on that stage, but is to share my story in, in a book. Yes. That is that, um, again, that is, it's a different type of sharing my story, right? But it's, it's getting it out there again, getting, getting it in the hands of so, so many and being able to relate to so many, um, on a different, on a different scale. Right. And that's through a book. Yeah. And that's, that's really the trifecta, honestly, is yeah. speaking, uh, you know, verbally and sharing your story, writing, getting published, you know, getting that out in the written word, and then, you know, increasing your visibility in other arenas, like, you know, podcasting and things like what we're doing right now, your Facebook lives, your regular shows and things like that. That really is the trifecta and you're doing it, Madge, you're doing it. And I want to circle back around to this Amanda K. So you started to tell the story that, you know, obviously taking back your name, taking back your God-given name, you are, were born as Amanda Kay. Uh, but when did, what was the story around really realizing that that was the name that you needed to go back to and start using again? And I know it has something to do with your grandmother. Um, tell us that story. It does. Um, I was taking a Reiki class mm -hmm. and, um, we, we had, we broke for a meditation. And as we were doing this guided meditation, we were, we were imagining ourselves in a beautiful park, sitting on a park bench. And so there I am. And I'm envisioning on, you know, myself on this park bench. And she had said, someone will come to visit you. And I, I thought that it would be my dad right? I thought, oh, it's going to be my dad. And I was so excited. And then I, I turn and look and it's my grandma. It's my grandma Kay. And she doesn't come to me very often. I feel her presence, but you know, so I was kind of taken back. And when I turned and looked at her, she just had this beautiful, big smile and I will never forget it. And she just said, my beautiful Amanda Kay. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And when we were done, we were getting ready to sign our names on how we wanted our certificates to be, mm. to be signed. And I went to write Mandy Gillen and my, pen, I, you guys, I could not move my pen. I, I was like, it just sat there. And so I sat there, I kind of looked at my mom and she just kind of looked at me and she was like, what? And I'm like, I can't write my name. And then I went, okay. So I went to write Madge. Nope. And so I sat there for a second and I heard Amanda Kay. And I, so I wrote and I signed Amanda Kay. And that was the first thing that was the Amanda Kay. And, you know, I went and I, I was talking to my husband about it. And because I was so taken back and, you know, and he just looked at me and he has um, his ring finger tattooed with Amanda and he has his forearm tattooed with my name, Amanda. And when he got those, I remember looking at him and being like, why, like, why would you do that? Why didn't you write Mandy? Mm -hmm. And he said, well, that's your name. And I didn't ever, ever think anything of it. But then when I was telling him this story, my eye just kept being drawn to, you know, his forearm. And he just said, that is your name. That is who you are. And it was so interesting to me because 
at that moment, that's when I knew in order to unlock my gifts and truly continue on this path of healing and helping others, I needed to step into who I truly am. If I wanted to help people with my whole heart, I needed to embrace who I really was. And that was by stepping into Amanda Kay. And was it hard? It was. And it still kind of is because I'm still learning who she is, right? Mm -hmm. Learning more and more about her. Um, And as I continue to grow and learn and move forward, and that's a key thing right there, moving forward um, and trusting in who I am. I am feeling more and more at home um, inside my soul, if that Mm. makes sense. So that is the story of Amanda Kay is, is my grandma, just my beautiful Amanda Kay. And I will never forget it. I will never forget it. Oh, what a gift. What a gift. I love that story. And, um, you know, you did get to share that with us for the first time at the symposium, because that was really the weekend that you were just like, I'm Amanda Kay. And you, you shared that with us in our, in our VIP day. And we all just, we just, yes, you're Amanda Kay. And we introduced you the next day with your, with your, at the talk, you know, at the symposium as Amanda Kay. And it's been so fun, so fun to just continue to, um, cheerlead that movement for you and just to watch you grow and rise and truly be that rising star. Like you are such a rising star. And I cannot wait to continue to watch you not only over this next year, but in the years to come. I'm so grateful that you are um, the big light beamer that you are. You're a really beautiful example of, of what it's like to just go on that growth journey with your story and the power that comes from learning to share your story publicly with other people and what it can offer so many other people who may be sitting on the sidelines and feeling like their story can't have that type of an impact. It can, it doesn't have to be any type of story. It just has to be a human that's willing to share it, you know, and you became really willing to share it. And I know that you will continue to do that in big, big ways. So thank you so much for being on the inside story podcast and sharing all of those inside stories with us and for being such a beautiful light beamer that you are. Well, thank you so much. And again, I just, you guys, if you're not part of the community, if you, if you are not <laughs> a part of the hub or the amazing courses that April has to offer, I'm telling you, check into it because the community is so supportive, so full of love. And like, like she said, they really empowered me to really step into that more Amanda Kay. They started calling me that Amanda Kay and, and I just love hearing it. So again, thank you so much. And thank you for, for having me here today. Absolutely, Miss Amanda Kay. We will see you um, on the big stages in 2023 and beyond. And of course, those listening, we will link up all of Amanda's cha- uh, channels and ways that you can reach out to her. Obviously, she has this beautiful Pixie Feet wellness business around um, all the different healing modalities. Of course, foot zoning is at the core, but Reiki and energy healing and all sorts of amazing work that she does. So you'll want to check it out and follow her as well. So we will see you next time here on the Inside Story podcast. If this does not encourage you, I don't know what what will, but please find a way today to go and share your story with someone else and be a light beamer in the world. We'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. 
Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.